Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. I see you, David. Wow, what a blessing. It's good to see everybody. All right, just look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor it's good to see you. And finally, stop threatening your neighbor. It's Tuesday. Keep Tuesday, man. Anyway, we want to continue um, our discussion on the determinants of life. Amen. Amen. We are looking at what determines the outcome of life. Okay? And we are learning from Solomon. Is that not so? Ecclesiastes 9, 11. Never forget, as soon as you remember Osama bin Laden in September 11, you have to remember this scripture. Okay, 9-11, okay? It says, I returned. It means he had been there before. Amen. Amen. The sound is getting away from me. I returned. You can't say, I returned to Amtata when you have not been to Amtata before. Do you see? So, I returned means he had been there before. It also signifies a passage of time, an observation over a passage of time. All right? So he says, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not for the swift, nor the battle for the strong, nor yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Amen. One of the significant things I mentioned last week was that there is the norm. And there's the exception. Here, Solomon tells us about the exception, which tells you that the norm is what commonly happens. Amen. That usually strong people win fights. I mean, I had a fight one day with Senna. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah it was Senna. I don't know if you remember. Oh, you don't remember? Leah, you don't remember? I was preaching here. And I needed somebody to, something, I forgot it, but as I saw her, the picture comes to my mind. But because of my strength, she couldn't survive. My height was daunting. My size was, was intimidating. Do you see? And she couldn't survive. So this scripture could not apply to her on that day. Strength won the battle. Amen. So I said, don't try to be the exception. And I use the common deception that is in our day. They tell you how Bill Gates um, left, did not go to school, or whatever they say, he's blind or something like that. So now he's the richest man, school dropout. Now these people that they say they are dropout, they didn't drop, they left the school. It's important to also mention that. It's not like they wrote an exam, then they failed, then Harvard sacked them. They left, they were in the school, and they decided, I'm going out. You you understand? Uh, So don't also get it wrong that when you drop out of school, you're on your way to becoming, that's one step 
into becoming, um, what's the name of the Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. No, I said for every Mark Zuckerberg, there are about one billion people who, I mean, who did not become. <laughs> Do you understand? Now let's come to our level. Do you see, I told you, like, hey, me, I'm going to be Miss South Africa because you are beautiful. I'm going to be Miss South Africa. This, this. That's fine. But remember that every year they choose, out of 56 million people, they choose only one Miss South Africa. So if we are around for 50 years, there will be only 50 Miss South Africans out of the people that exist. So what are the odds that they will choose you? It's not that you are not beautiful. Do you get it? It's not that you are not beautiful, but it could be that in the year that you run, there'll be somebody who's just more beautiful. I mean, if you run with Zozibini, there's no way you can win. I mean, I'm sure she can run again today and still win. I mean, there's, I mean, uh, yes, Miss Universe. I mean, can you imagine, not just South Africa, the whole world. No, 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 you don't stand a chance, although you are very beautiful. Do you see? So we are, I'm saying that if the odd, what is not norm, happens to you, glory be to God. Say you were walking and then they said, oh, suddenly they found out that you are the granddaughter of Jacob Zuma. And he has willed in candle to you. I mean, we will all, all of us will be very happy. Me, I'll come and pray over it. I'll, I'll, look, I'll be the first person on the scene. You will be shocked. No problem. But I'll be the first person on the scene. Do, do you understand? But I'm saying that let's work with the norm so that if the exception happens to us, it's great. Because chances that the exception will happen is very slim. Amen. And these factors which are here reveal to us the qualities that we need to do well in this life. And I said one of them is speed which I talked about extensively. I've talked about it for two weeks, okay? One of the key things I said was that that helps you to speed up is your speed in understanding. So when the Bible talked about Jesus, it talked about the spirit of the Lord coming upon him. One of the things he said was that the spirit of the Lord will make him of quick understanding. Amen. Your understanding affects how you obey things or how you follow things. Amen. How many of you realize that your children operate better on their cell phone than you do? Because they have a certain understanding of social media, which we did not have because we were born way before technology came. You see, born before technology, which we call BBT, born before Technology, So it's like they, they, they are just used to it. They can do all the things. You easily, just can they press it and you look at it like magic. Wow. Hey. And today's children are very wicked. Instead of doing it such that the parent will understand, they just do it and then they give it to you. Hey. My God. May you become someone who understands things quicker. Do you see, may you improve one in your understanding. We'll come to understanding, but in your understanding. And then the speed with which you understand. Sometimes you take actions. You, you, you have not thought through it, what it really means, and the effect of it on you. And even sometimes you may finally get the message. 
but you may not get it early enough. You don't even know what you are damaging by the decision you are making. Do, do you get it? By the decision you are making, you don't know you are damaging your marriage by that decision. Do you see? Because you don't understand the implications of it. By the decision you are making, you don't know you are damaging your school. By the decision you are making, you don't know you are damaging your Christian life. Yeah. Look, I, 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 one of my, my children, spiritual children, I should say, started to make a certain mistake. So I, I, I called her. I said, listen, my problem with this situation is not even what you will do or what you will not do. My problem is that over the years, you have closed some doors, which has prevented some temptations from coming your way. This, your move, what it's going to do is it's going to open the door again. Then now all these demon-possessed temptations will start coming your way. Now, now it will be a test of your strength. You guys, so it's not what you can do or what you cannot do. It's the door that is being opened. That's what I have a problem. That's, that's my fear. If you just keep the door shut, you know you need to use your muscles for anything because the door is locked. Bible says outside are the dogs. So if you open the, 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 the door, the dogs will come in. Now when they come in, the things, the problems they will introduce inside, including dog poo and other things, you will see that now your strength is not enough. You, you were strong before because one of your defenses was the door is locked. So you are just dealing with internal issues, internal problems, which your strength is enough for. But when you open the door, now external forces will come in. When they come in, then now it's like you are both dealing with the internal and the external at the same time. Then you see you were not as strong as you thought you were. Hallelujah. So let us be quick in our understanding and it will improve our speed in this life. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Today, I want to talk about the second determinant, which is strength. It says, not the battle to the strong. It says, when there's a battle, the strong man wins. Amen. The strong man wins. It's important to build strength in everything you are doing. Ephesians chapter 6. In everything, in every area of your life, in your marriage, in your Christian life, in your academic life, in your business, in your skill, you have to build strength. Because it's usually those who are strong in what they are doing, they are the ones who prevail. They are the ones who survive. Hallelujah. If you're a businessman, you are not strong in the business, or you are not strong in whatever business you are doing. A business which is stronger than you will come and displace you. Even strong in your knowledge and understanding of your business. At your workplace, whatever you do, you have to, if it's hair saloon, look, you have to be strong. Or else, uh, somebody else who can do, she, she can do two people at the same time, <laughs> will come and remove you. <laughs> yeah. And in every area, verse 12, verse 10, 11, 12, in every area, People are building strength. Unbelievers are building strength. Young men are in the gym. They are building their muscles to be strong. Even prostitutes are strong in their business. 
Before, they used to stand by the road. Now, those who stand by the road, not prostitutes, armor sisters, they used to stand by the road. Now, by the road, they are entry level. Now, they have apps. Yeah, they have application. Come again. Oh, so now, you see? Now, now they even get their own rest, and then they, 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 they accommodation, <laughs> and they, they break their clients in. Charlie, they have improved. And you are sitting down as a Christian. You don't want to build your strength in your profession, in your area. Hey, I'm a preacher. I'm building strength in my preaching. Recently, somebody sent me a message from Dubai. The person said to me, your preaching has become stronger than before. I said, hey, you, could, you can hear it all the way in Dubai. I said, God bless you. <laughs> yeah, that's how strong it is. Yeah, I'm building strength. And even confidence. When I'm at the same thing I used to say before, I say it meekly. Now I say it with strength. You know, when you hear, you become afraid. The strength kills even the argument in your head. Yeah, I told you before, I used to hold the microphone like that and preach. Do you see? Now, when people rose up against me, I saw that I have to protect myself. So now I hold the microphone like this, strong. Because I don't know who's trying to take the microphone from me. So now, any, no, hey, one time. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to hold it for years. Not that, for years. When I hold it from university. Hold the microphone like that, and then I'll preach. Now, eh, now there I see that no, 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 no. If I don't hold it well, somebody will take it from me. So I hold it with all my powers. One, I'm protecting my position, and two, I'm defending myself just in case I'm laying hands and somebody's coming too quickly. Receive it. <laughs> yeah. May you build strength. Everything you are doing may get stronger and stronger. The Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on, go on, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand the walls of the devil. Having done, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against rulers of the darkness and wickedness, in spiritual wickedness in high places. These are the people we are fighting. So you have to build strength. Not only in your prayer life, not only in your word life, in everything that you do. If you are a student, be academically strong. Yeah. It determines the outcome of your investing life. Don't be in the school. You are always on borderline. 50 51. 50 51. 50 50. So once I pass, it's okay. You'll be sitting there one day, 51, then they'll say that some question the lecturer mark did by mistake, correct. So they are taking three marks from everybody. Then suddenly you have a, a fail. But the person who has 84, even if they say they are taking 20 marks, he's not worried. He's not bothered. Do you see? But you 50, every day, 50.5, 50.3. 50.125. Hey, how did you even get there? 12.125. Every day borderline. Then you just, oh, I, I escaped. Then you are. No. Be strong. 
academically, be strong physically, be strong spiritually, be strong emotionally. Some of us are emotional babies. The slightest thing you are hurt, the slightest thing your heart is broken, the slightest thing you are depressed, the slightest thing you are offended, the slightest thing, I mean, you are down, the slightest thing you are crying, the slightest thing. Hey, why? You are whining. You're on an emotional roller coaster. The slightest thing. Yesterday when I came to church, as we were dancing, the lady next to me said, oh, you are making too much noise. From that time, you are hurt. You forget about, you don't worship God anymore. Meanwhile, the person has stopped you from worshiping your God. Sometimes even you are just depressed because of something somebody said in the morning. The, your whole day is spoiled. You got to work. As soon as you got to work, somebody said, hey, you are always late. The, your whole day is spoiled. Hey, look, me, meanwhile you are late. No problem. It's not, the person is not even the boss. It's just one of the staff men who's also late a lot of times. Just like stalking. He's, he's even late with you. He's working in with you. Then he tells you that as you are, you are always late. Because of that, the whole day you are depressed. You can't shake it off. You can't shake it off. The whole day. Some of you can't shake. Even when your boss rebukes you or corrects, you can't shake it off. You go into a, a seven-day mood. Yeah, you can't like, and you go to the colors of the rainbow till they are finished. One a day. Yeah, you can't shake it off. Some of you, your pastor cannot rebuke you. Your pastor cannot correct you. Not that he cannot correct you. If when he corrects you, and he does correct, even whether direct or through the preaching, it's like you can't shake it off. You can't see the whole. The whole whole week, you are so depressed. You can't, even if you are angry with the pastor, it's different because you can only express when you see him. Okay? Or her. It's not always a him. Sometimes it's a her. No, let's get it straight. Please, 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 please. It's not always Pastor Spy and myself. There are other pastors. Apache has more lady pastors than any of our churches. So sometimes it's also ladies. But you are hurt. So at home, you are alone at home. You see yourself in the mirror. And then you, are the, you can't shake it. Look, go up and become a strong person emotionally. Why am I saying so? Because joy produces strength. Do you, do you get it? So one of the things Satan always tries to steal with, from you is your joy. It's like he knows that your strength comes from joy. That's why said the joy of the Lord is our strength. So he knows that when you are happy, you will be strong. So he has to make sure that you are not happy. So one thing, you just shake it off. I'm not saying when there's something you shouldn't think about it. You must have the mental capacity to think about something and still be alive. Think about it. There's an issue here. What do I do? You are thinking to find a solution. Not that you are thinking yourself to cry. Thinking yourself into a depression. No, 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 no. Rise up emotionally. Stop being a baby. Stop being a crybaby. The, the world is not for weaklings. If you're a weakling, you will die. Yeah, somebody will run you over. Yeah. Somebody will bully you. 
because you've made yourself a weakling. And some of us also enjoy when it's like, oh, cry. Oh, tula, baba, tula, tula, baba, tula. Then you are happy. Everybody came to circle you, go around, and they are crying, and they are going around, crying, going around you like that. Then you are happy. Oh, yeah, nice. They came to help me cry. Everybody can see me that I'm sad. I have a legitimate reason for being sad. It's true you have a legitimate reason, but who do you think whose life is passing away? Hallelujah. Now, let's look in the book. In the book, prophet writes a couple of things about strength. We'll just run through them. Then next week, we'll look at how to increase your strength. It says strength determines the quality of your leadership. Psalm 110 verse 1 to 3. Bible says that the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thy enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power and in the beauties of holiness from the womb in the morning. Thou hast the dew of thy youth. Many people are not good leaders because they do not have strength to take good decisions. Strength to make good decisions. Strength, because every decision you make, it will affect somebody some one way or another. It will affect something in your life one way or another. It takes strength to make a good decision, make a decision and stay with it. Even if the decision is a mistake, it takes strength to make it, make the mistake and correct it. Hallelujah. Amen. And until you make a decision, you will be stuck. Until you make a decision, you are stuck. That's what I'm saying. Even if you are going to make the wrong decision, the earlier you make it and you realize that it's a wrong decision to change it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, speed in making the decision so that when you turn or you see that it's a one way, then you reverse. That no, this is not my lane. I'm in the wrong lane. And you make a quick U-turn. <laughs> Quickly. And when it gets to also a decision to make the youth then is essential. You have to make it so quickly. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. <laughs> James is worrying me, that's why. <laughs> you think the preaching is for those of you. It's James. He's <laughs> standing there with the camera. So I have to constantly look there till he gets his shot. Amen. Yeah, the prodigal son. He realized he had made a bad decision. He made another decision quickly. He said, he, he came to him. He said, I'm, something must be wrong with me. I must be mad. Something must be wrong. See, the Bible says, and when he came to himself, means all along he was besides himself. Some of the moves we make, we are usually besides ourselves. <laughs> then he said, oh, servants of my, he said, let me compare me to my situation right now, to the servants of my father. Who have it, who, who, which of us has enough? The servants, they have enough and to spare. Me, I'm perishing here in hunger. He said, no way, never and never again. I will arise. He said, he thought about it. He made that, and then based on that, he made that. He said, I will arise and go to my father's house. As I'm going, 
there will be shame. Some people, some of the servants will laugh and say, oh, that's the son who ran away. This, uh, I don't care. I will still go home. When he went home, he was better than the servants. The same servants who were going to laugh at him, he was now better than they were. Based on a decision. Strength to make decisions for your life. Hallelujah. It takes strength to decide I want to marry. Instead of I'm just beloved dozing and never ending, we don't know where we are going, we will see on the road. What are we going to see on the road? We are getting married. Oh. Yes, I'm sure they do. I should preach to another group. I'm preaching to myself. Strength to say this. Look, the next relationship I'm entering in is either to marriage or forget it. That's all. I will be alone. Unless we are marrying, I'm going to be alone. Bishop, Bishop, then, then nobody will come. Then let nobody come. Why do you want to waste your time with time wasters? And waste your soul and your life? Why? Why? Let's go forward. Prophet gives an example. When Joshua became the leader of Israel, the main advice they gave him was be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. It was said to him over and God said it over and over again. Joshua chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 6. It says, be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto thy fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Thou turn turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper with that soever thou goest. Then that's when we have this our famous, this book of the law shall not depart from the verse 9. It says, Have not I commanded thee be strong and courageous. It takes strength to lead. Strength to lead yourself. Without strength, you, if you are not strong, you can't lead yourself. Somebody will have to lead you. Somebody stronger than you has to lead you. Amen. How many of you are going to become stronger? Number two, strength determines your ability to fight against your enemy. Strength determines your ability to fight against your enemy. When you have an enemy you are fighting, strength determines your ability to fight. Or you'll be beaten completely. Isaiah 28, 6 says, And the spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment, and for strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. He says, The strong man is able to turn the battle to the gates. Your strength determines if the battle will turn to the gate of your enemy. Strength determines the person's ability to fight. There are many good fights of life. A good fight is, for a, is, for, is a fight for something good. A good fight is a worthy fight. Strength determines a person's ability to persist in the fight. Strength determines a person's ability to survive. And strength determines the person's ability to win. In a fight, you have to persist, you have to survive, and you have to win. 
Sometimes you are strong, but if you don't persist, you will be beaten. So you have to persist, which means you have to fight to the end. We are fighting 12 rounds. After six rounds, you say you won't fight again. We'll just beat you to the end. Yeah, so you have to persist, which is you have to press on. Not everything comes easy. Bible says since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take it by force. You have to press, you have to persist to the end. Bible says the kingdom of God suffered and many there be that press into it. Imagine that woman with the issue of blood if she didn't press through the crowd. Her problem wouldn't have been solved. So you have to persist to the end. You have done two years of university, say you are tired of lectures. You won't persist. Hey, why? You have to persist to the end. And apart from persisting, you have to survive. Which means you have to stay alive. During the fight, you have to stay alive. You can't die during the fight. <laughs> you are not allowed to die. You have to, you have to survive. And you have to win. Now, a good friend, not for something foolish, you are fighting over a girl at Mbali. That's a foolish fight. Or you and a colored boy are fighting over a colored girl in Nordale. The girl is in Nordale. The colored girl, the boy is also in Nordale. And you are here in town. You will die by the grace of God. It's a foolish fight. Where massacre? You will see they would have killed you long ago. Yeah. They will kill you easily. You will be shocked. Oh, they will, they, will, they will finish you completely. It's a foolish fight. Yeah. The Bible says fight a good fight of faith. A good fight is for something good. A good fight is for your marriage to survive. A good fight is for you to go through school and complete. A good fight is for a job. A good fight for something good. Fight for something. A good fight is a fight for your Christian life to survive. Yeah. Bible says through much tribulations, we must enter into the kingdom of God. So it says if that's the kingdom of God and we are coming, there'll be tribulations, there'll be trials, there'll be battles. But through it, we must enter. So you must fight to enter. That's a good, that's why Paul said, I fought a good fight of faith. Yeah, I fought a good, I fought, I have run, I fought, I finished it. May you run, may you fight, and may you finish. Yeah. Hallelujah. Next line says, I'll just give you a few ones, my time is up. Where you have the book, don't you? Strength determines whether your enemy will attack you or not. Isaiah 27, 5, it says, Oh, let him take hold of my strength. Or let him take hold of my strength. That he may make peace with me. And he shall make peace with me. The decision to fight you. The decision to oppose you. The decision to attack you. Is all based on your perceived strength. Before somebody takes up a battle with you. They check you out to see if they can survive the battle. They size you up to see. So when they perceive that you are not strong, then they take up the fight. You won't get into a fight with somebody when you know clearly that the person will beat you up. Yeah, one of our, my, my, my church members in Durban, he and his brother got to, into a fight over the weekend. 
In fact, his brother is the one who went to look for the fight. Now, as they were beating his brother, he made one attempt to come. The guy who was beating him pushed him to the side. He said, hey, fight your own fight. <laughs> Later, his brother was saying, why did you not fight for me? He said, did you see how the guy pushed me? <laughs> what do you think I should come and do? So he looked at the guy and said, no, 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 no. He perceived the strength of the person. It's okay. Hey, may your enemy perceive your strength and see that, hey, I don't need to fight. You know, when we had our issues, COVID plus, I mean, some of my, because I had been a Mr. Nice guy all along, some of my church members didn't know that their strength, where it comes from. So they took up a battle. That's where they saw that, look, it's not always like that. It's not Valentine's Day all the time. Valentine's Day is once a year. Yeah, that's when I started to hold the microphone properly. Yeah, because they thought it's just a walk in the park. I said, no, I'll take you on fully. One-on-one, on one. let's go, let's go out and battle. Let's dirty ourselves together. Yeah, take off your shirt, I take off my shirt. Yeah. Boot for boot. Since then, by the grace of God, Fair. Do you understand, Shay? It's a Zulu word. <laughs> People attack you because they feel you are not strong. Yeah, they take on a battle with you because they feel you are. When the devil begins to see that you are strong, he won't take up. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, spiritual weakness, and rulers of the darkness. Those are the people we are fighting with. So when they see that you are not strong, they pick on you. But when you are strong, everybody just stays in their lane. It's cool. Oh, no, no, no. They will make peace. Your enemy will make peace with you. He said, let him. Go back to our region, 27 5. Isaiah 27 5. He said, let him make peace with me. Let him take hold. Or let him take hold of my strength and make peace with me. It's like he sees that strength. He said, okay, let's be at peace. Yeah, how many people, since Russia started to fight Ukraine, and they were talking, 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 who has gone to fight with it? <laughs> Which of these talkers have attempted? Yeah. If it was um, Iraq that had invaded um, Kuwait. Ha! George Bush will be there right now. I remember clearly when they were making that decision to go to Baghdad or not to go to Baghdad. That was Norman Schwarzkopf's war. The general of that American and was called Norman Schwarzkopf. Yeah, they, they came, boom, ah, because they perceive Iraq to be weakening. Then they had this Osama bin Laden one. They were going to Afghanistan. They said the war would be shock and awe. That was the shock and awe war. Be waiting. Vlad has gone to <laughs> Ukraine. The whole world is feeling it. Today, the thousand runs that I had um, six months ago, now it's worth 500 runs. It's not as strong as it was before. I'm just waiting for this um, Joe, Joe, Joe Biden guy to go and stop Vlad up to today. It's just talking, 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 but nobody wants to go there and stop Vlad. No, 
all these NATO, all of them, Germany, England, America, now nobody is going. Why? Because the way they look at Russia, they say, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And I hear Russia has a base in Venezuela, and all their nuclear weapons are directed at America already, sitting there waiting. I'm sure it's even on automatic. Yeah, because the thing about the nuke is, if I nuke you first, that's it. You won't even have time to nuke back. And I'm sure America has directed all their nukes in space towards Russia. Right now, as we are sitting here, everything's aimed towards Russia like that. Because they know that the slightest thing, you will not have enough time to deploy. So everybody is facing each other. Based on that, there's a standoff. Nobody is going. And Vlad is doing what he likes in Ukraine because of strength. But you, if you like, attack Zimbabwe tomorrow. <laughs> no, oh, no problem. Don't even attack the whole of Zimbabwe. Just cross the border. Cross the border at Bait Bridge with your tanks. Don't send even just 100. You will see that they have people in the sea waiting for you. The same people who are not doing anything to Vlado. You'll be surprised that they have submarines in this, just in, on our, in our seas. They're banned here, waiting for you there. Because when they see you, you are some small, yeah, small one. Yeah, so strength determines whether somebody will attack you or not. So you don't build strength, don't build spiritual strength and see. The devil will consistently be attacking and bagging. It's one problem after another, one problem, one issue after another, consistently. Every day there's one issue. Is that is this financial or is health? From health to uh, family, from family to marriage, from marriage to academic, from academic to economic, from economic to social, psycho. But if you are strong, may you be strong in the name of Jesus. So even that your enemy wants to fight immediately, they will now make peace with you. They will now make peace with you. It's like, let's just be at peace because this guy, if you fight him, you may get hurt. Yeah, you know, some people, they want to get you into a fight. This especially taxi recently were somewhere and a guy... I think we, 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 he was crossing the road and we were turning in. So we turned in, but the traffic was in front of us, so we had to stop. And then he, as he's crossing the road, he has already pictured that we are gone. He was walking, he wasn't driving. We are gone. So he bumped into the car. He, the human being, bumped into the car. And even with rules of driving, if you bump somebody, once it's behind, from a certain part of the car to the back, no matter what happened, it's your fault. Reason why it's your fault is that there's a following distance. If you observe that following distance, you will never bump somebody from the back. You have enough time to stop. Then he came to the driving side of the car. Hey, why did you... So that's my friend who I usually move around with. He wanted to show his powers. So then the guy drew his shirt like this to show him that he's packed. So I, he showed him his strength. So I, I told him, I told, I told that my friend that you know something. You let's go into school. The traffic is gone. So, Masambe. And then he just drove off.
difficult. Why, why did he not get into a fight? We were not wrong, though, but the guy has strength. Strength. May you begin to flash your strength to the devil that he will stop hustling you. Put your hands together for Jesus. Number four. Strength determines your ability to overcome fear. Joshua 1, 9 says, have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Fear is a sign of weakness. Women are often fearful. Fear reveals the weakness of your mind. Insecurities are fears that have gone wild. Fears that are uncontrolled. Yeah. When you are strong, you overcome what you are afraid of. Some are afraid of mice. Some are afraid of frogs. Some are afraid of cockroaches. Small, small things. The slightest thing. You are afraid. And it says here that women are usually fearful. Yeah. A lot of things frighten you. But if you build strength, things will not frighten you anymore. I said things will not frighten you. Even exams you are going to write, you are so afraid. You can't even have a free mind. You can't quote Lindo chapter 1 verse 7 and say, For God has not given us the spirit of fear. But of love, of boldness, of power, and of a sound mind. Yeah. So you know the answer, but you can't, you can't. You, you can't write it because you are, you are so, you, 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 are, you are caught up in your fears. But build strength. Yeah. One lady, she told me when I'm going to write exams, I'm usually afraid. I said, how to overcome it is to prepare. Prepare well. When you prepare well, then I use the scripture, study to show thyself approved. A workman approved of God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. So when you study, you gain confidence. You are more sure of yourself. You are no longer afraid. How many of us have been in, in class where the lecturer or the teacher will ask a question? You know the answer, but you are not so sure of it. So you can't raise your hand. Then as you are sitting there, one white boy who raises his hand, if he doesn't know the complete answer, then he will just start talking with confidence. Then you say, ah. Meanwhile, you knew the answer. Say, hey, I knew it was this, but there you are. So build strength. Hallelujah. Let me give you two more. There are about 12 of them, but I'm just going to. Strength determines the extent to which people follow you. As a leader, strength determines the extent to which people follow you. Joshua 1, 18 says, Whosoever he be that doth rebel against thy commandment and will not hearken unto thy words, unto thy words, in all that thou commandest him, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. So this was when Moses had died. They were telling Joshua that, don't worry, anybody you tell to do that doesn't do it, we will kill that person. The only thing we are asking of you is that be strong and be courageous. That will determine how many of the people will follow you. Yeah. Be strong. People, everybody wants to follow a strong leader. Yeah, they will all tell you, oh, we want you to be nice to us, but to follow you. Nice is to be with you, but to follow you 
You have to be strong. You have to be confident in what you are saying. You have to be confident in where you are going. Then they can follow you. But if you yourself, you are not sure of where you are going, how, why should we go with you when you are not sure of where you are going? Hallelujah. So become somebody who's strong. Look, pastors, if your people are going to follow you with this basenta thing, you have to be strong. You have to be strong. I mean, the one excuse they gave you, no, you have... You are lying down with them. So the basenta even is too difficult. Wow. <clears throat> One excuse they gave Olia, you have already accepted, you have told the basenta is too difficult. It will take you one year to change that statement you made, even the basenta is too difficult. It will take one whole year of teaching to change it. Yeah. And by all means, they will give you excuses. By all means, they will give you reasons why it can't be done. And most of the reasons will be legitimate. But those who succeed are those who are able to overcome those legitimate hindrances and excuses. I have to study. I, I have to do. Yeah. If you are not strong, you can't overcome it. So you just be with them and you are We are all writing exams. Let's all be writing exams. And then nothing will happen. But there are people who will be writing exams and still succeed with the same thing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Number next one. Strength determines how much accusations you can withstand. Anybody who's doing well is, uh, is accused of one thing or another. If you are not strong, you can't withstand it. You break and direct. So the people cry, they're accusing me too much. It's okay. I give up. I stop. <laughs> Can you imagine? Look, can you imagine how much of accusations we have gone through since, since COVID broke out <laughs> till now? As a church. As a church. I don't mean Peter Mary, I mean globally. Globally. Look, think any type of accusation that you like. <laughs> any type. <laughs> Look, any type of, you think of your wildest accusation, we have been accused of it. Yeah, direct and indirect accusations. Yeah. Synagogue of Satan, house of the devil, any type of thing you like, just say it. You, we have been accused of it. Account. Hey, darkness in the lighthouse. <laughs> They say ESCOM has taken our light. <laughs> look. <laughs> you, look, you think about it. They say we are sleeping with the girls in the church. Even day they were sleeping with the girls when they were in our church. So it's our accusation. Oh, you didn't hear one guy. That's what he said. He made a whole video, 42 minutes. In fact, more than 42 minutes. When he reaches the 42nd minute, that's when he says that thing. <laughs> Look, any time I'm, I'm saying you think about it. They said, they said, they said, they said, uh, we force people to cut their scrotum. <laughs> 
to be eunuchs in the palace. They say we are singing unbeliever songs in the church. Uh, they say we are not anointed. We, any type. You, you just think about it. We are dogs. Yeah, the we, the we is not me. The we is me and you. You, you think it's me. <laughs> hey. Some of you, some of you are sitting there and say, oh, Bishop, the way your mouth is. That's why they say that you are a dog. No, it's not only me, it's you and I. All of us. <laughs> but what is the point I'm making? It has taken the strength of the leader of the church to keep us pressing on. That's, that's the point I'm making. <clears throat> I'm not trying to ridicule anybody. I'm just trying to say that every organization, that's it. But it has taken the strength of the leader, the strength of the church, the strength of God that has kept us going. I mean, what I, look, the Catholic church, they are, anybody can go around and say they are the biggest church in the world, but you and I know. Which church has their own currency? Which church? They have their own city. They have like their own country. They are lost. Only their laws work there. And they have their own currency. If you have watched Coming to America before, when Eddie Murphy's father came to America and the guy, the, the Mr. McDowell, was trying to tell the daughter that, look, the prince is rich. Do you see? What he said was that he has his own money. Do you get it? Not that he has money that belongs to him. He has his own money. When I say he has his own money, he has, I mean he has his own money. Do you understand? His, head, his, face, is the, his face is on the money. The money is him. He is the money. How many churches have their own? You can say, you say, the but the, the pastors are sleeping with the boys in the chair that you can't say anything. They just keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah, Catholic Church alone. Yeah, when the Pope died, all the presidents in the world were there. I'm telling you, every, if you like, don't come and see. No, if you are bold, you say you are a president of what? Russia. Pre unless they did, they turn down your invitation. If you like, don't come and see. Body was there. Everybody. It's just like when the queen died. It's in your interest to come. Yeah, you have to show up. Our electricity was off here. Our president was walking there. Mm. He knew he had bigger problems to deal with. He has to go there. Electricity. 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 What? Electricity. What? Please. Yeah, don't go and see. Yeah. That's how the Catholic churches. You can see this. Say that. There are some things I can't say through the microphone. Remember, I went to a Catholic school. Né? So I can't say it. I'll say it when you meet me outside. But you don't show up and see. Strength. Massive church. They are the only people. They go to an area. There's no human being there. Then they built a church there. No one human being. No. They built a church building there. Beautiful church with every glass, everything in that place. 
Then when human beings come and live there, they are the only church there. By the time you go and start a church there, their church is full. Everybody in the area goes to that church. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't see them collecting offerings. Hey, 10,000 trade. No, 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 no. Well, they have their own money. And when I say they have their own money, I mean they have their own money. Anywhere the, their leader goes, the president goes to meet him. Not that he goes there and then he goes to see the president. The president goes to meet him. When he attaches down, and he can, the president must be there when he kisses the ground. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's time to close. We can't go on. Strength. So may you, serve, may you build strength to survive every accusation. Oh, today you'll be accused of this. Tomorrow you accused. Anybody who's doing anything well is accused of something. Amen. Amen. Look, if you are not, I was watching Denzel Washington yesterday. He said, if the devil is not accusing you of anything or fighting you, that means you are not doing something right. Yeah, it means you are not doing something right. So if you are really doing something, somebody will accuse you of something. No, I'm not saying that when they accuse you of something you are doing, say, I don't care. <laughs> you don't care how. Fix it, brother. Fix it. That's not what I'm saying. Don't take and go, oh, Bishop said that we, they will accuse us anyway, so I'll do anything that I like. Don't, you will see, I'll come and get you. Don't. If what they're accusing of you of, you did it, fix it and get better. Get better. Do you get better? As for accusation, they can accuse you of the most. Unless you don't get to the top. You see, when you get to the top, once you are higher than some people, everybody sees you. When you are on the same level, you get nobody really, you don't stand out. But once you stand out, by all means, there will be something. Hey! But it takes strength, spiritual strength, emotional strength to survive. May you survive in the name of Jesus. Finally, I give you the last one. Finally, those who are strong, Daniel eleven thirty two. 32. Those who are, it takes strength to do exploits. It takes strength to do exploits. What is an exploit? An exploit is a, is a wild occurrence. It says, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall, shall he corrupt by flattery. But they that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. I see you doing wonderful things as you build up your strength. Stand to your feet. Let's bring today's service to a close. Next week, God willing, we look at how to develop your strength or how to develop strength. Hallelujah. How to develop strength. But may you be somebody who does exploits. Pray to the Lord right now and say, Lord, help me to understand the role that strength plays in my life. The role that strength plays in my life. The role that strength plays in my life. The road that strength plays in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lampaloba sempayata. Ramos tepolayando la catosa. Nempopaya pimpaloba sembolataya. Nipola toma sepayato sepayala. Help us to understand, to be of quick understanding. 
of what strength does for us as a church, what strength does for us as a family, what strength does for us as Christians, Lord, in the name of Jesus. May we overcome the enemy by reason of our strength, by reason of our strength, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Help us to build up strength. Your word declared, they that wait upon you shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall build up their strength. When the youth are failing, when the young lion is failing, they will build up their strength. They will stand up, they will run, they will not be weary, they will walk, they will not faint. Lord. We thank you, we bless you, we give you glory, we give you praise. Thank you for a revelation of what strength does for us. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your word. Lord, help us to increase in strength in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Make us emotionally strong, spiritually strong, academically strong, financially strong. In the name of Jesus. Help us even to be socially strong, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you acknowledge the Lord with a hand clap? If you are watching me at home, pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of God. All right. The year is gradually coming to an end, eh? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.